Welcome to Honestly Haunted. Honestly Haunted. We're your hosts, Erin Grogan and Abby Chowning. This week, we're headed to Poland, and one thing we learned is that Poland has a ton of scary, possibly haunted places. There were so many to choose from, and we really need to take a trip there to get to these. But the one that we're covering today is part of a dark past. We're talking about Zofioka Psychiatric Hospital. This asylum is located in Otwok, near Warsaw, and was founded in 1908 as a sanatorium specifically for Jewish people with nervous and mental illnesses. Its ultimate goal was to ready their patients for release and enabling them to be well enough to gain employment after their stay. Now, we've covered psychiatric hospitals and the like before, and as our listeners know, much of what was considered the modern practices for mental health back then are seen as generally inhumane now. So we did see similar practices here. Electric shock treatment as one example of a popular treatment. Despite the generally dark history of mental health treatment, the hospital began with good intent as a place for learning, healing, and hope. The hospital started with 95 beds and increased to 275 beds by 1935. It also had an isolation ward for more difficult patients. But if you know much about history, you might be feeling a little uneasy right now about a few of the things we've said so far. Mainly dates. (laughs) A place meant for people who were Jewish, all in one place in Poland in the mid-20th century. Oof. Yeah, your uneasy feeling is unfortunately correct. What began with good intent quickly became the site of a massacre come World War II. During World War II, Germany invaded Poland, and during the years of 1939 to 1942, the Germans who occupied Poland created a number of ghettos meant to confine and segregate the Polish-Jewish population. Ghettos themselves often became the sites for slave labor, mass deportation, and terrible conditions during the war. The even darker truth is that the reason that they stopped being created in 1942 was because the Nazis had changed course. So instead, they were creating death camps for relocation of the Jewish population. Otwok was one of the created ghettos, created in December of 1939, and with a population of anywhere from 12,000 to 15,000 people. It was liquidated in May of 1942, with its remaining population sent to the camps at Treblinka and Auschwitz. Zofioka Sanatorium fell within what was called the medical zone of the Otwok ghetto. It still functioned after the ghetto was created, but its conditions worsened greatly and quickly. Nazis cut off most of the food supply, and some 400 patients were condemned to a slow and torturous death by starvation. On August 19, 1942, Nazis gathered up all of the patients and staff of the hospital onto the first-level pavilion. Around 140 of these people were then shot on sight. Anyone who hadn't been killed was then put on a Holocaust train to either Treblinka or Auschwitz, along with the rest of the population of Otwick. 
Some staff also committed suicide during this massacre to avoid death by a Nazi or the condemnation to a camp. Only a few doctors who could escape to Warsaw were able to survive. After the massacre, the Germans turned the hospital into a Lebensborn. Lebensborns were state-supported institutions with the goal of raising the birth rate of Aryan children. It was established by Heinrich Himmler and endorsed racially pure adoptions, all of which is just gross. Yeah. But let's also keep in mind that this meant it was mostly unmarried mothers in this hospital whose babies were going to be taken from them. It's similar to the Magdalene laundries in Ireland that way. It was also used as a hospital to treat TB. In our research, we came across a story from Jean Esposito regarding her mother, who was actually in the hospital during the German occupation, and we wanted to share this story. So here's what Jean shared. My mother was in this hospital, I believe years to be 1942 to 1944. She was being treated for tuberculosis. My Polish mother was sent there because her sister was dating a German SS. My mother would have died had it not been for his kindness. When the war reversed and the Russians were closing in on Otwok, then Warsaw, the Germans were retreating. A German nurse took my mother and a teenage boy and girl and showed them a way under the fence to escape. The doctors and nurses were giving lethal injections to the patients that remained. The three ran to the train station and managed to be pulled through a window onto a fleeing train. The Polish partisans were shooting at the train as it was Germans fleeing. I visited in 1994 with my mother. It was quite emotional for her. This story shows us that history repeated itself for the hospital when the Germans were no longer winning. It is said that after the war ended, hundreds of corpses were found in the hospital, left in their rooms dead. At the end of World War II and during the Soviet takeover, the hospital returned to mental health treatment, but mostly for children and youth instead of adults. In the mid-80s, the facility turned its focus primarily to neuropsychiatric disorders caused by drug addiction. It remained with this focus for about a decade until ultimately closing down and becoming abandoned in the mid-90s. Now that we've established its dark history, <sighs> which is several Heavy. things, lots of, lots of dark history there. Now let's dive into what makes it spooky today. And one of these stories actually begins in the 90s. Apparently, a nun working on the staff in the 90s developed schizophrenia and was let go from her position. When this happened, she hung herself in despair. From the moment of her death, patients began to see paintings on the walls move around, move around, and apparently even night watchmen became too scared to work alone and needed to double up on their shifts. Even before this particular occurrence, though, it's said that the hundreds of victims of the massacres from 1942, and again then at the end of the war, roam the hospital wings and grounds. People have heard crying, screaming, and moaning, all that they believe come from the restless spirits. People who live nearby claim to see blurred faces in the forest surrounding the hospital. Others claim that they also see a strange glow often emanating from the hospital itself. Now, possibly the strangest spooky story out of the hospital comes from a 2015 viral video named 11B-X-1371. Quite the name. Yes, captivating. <laughs> so this video 
first became known when it was sent to a Swedish tech blog, GadgetZZ.com. And the name comes from the binary base 64 code that was found on the DVD. This, the video itself is about two minutes long and fully black and white. It shows a person in a plague doctor mask standing in a dilapidated building with a forest behind him. The sound accompanying the video is dissonant buzzing, and the person periodically looks around and holds up a hand with a blinking light. Messages, ciphers, images, and sounds are also embedded within the video, including images of tortured and mutilated people. Some of these images have been sourced to several notable murders, including the Boston Strangler. Now, the connection to our hospital is that internet sleuths have been able to determine this video in person were filmed at the abandoned hospital sometime between 2013 and 2015. Internet sleuths also determined that the Swedish blog may not have been its only origin. The blogger mentioned that it was mailed to him with no return address, and that's when he uploaded it, in June of 2015. But in May, a user account identified as AETBX had posted it to, the YouTube, to YouTube, the account's only post to the site. As other users began commenting on it, AETBX returned to ask why there was suddenly so much interest in his five-month-old posting. Some, com some commenters speculated that he had, in fact, created it himself, but he said that was not true. He identified himself only as Daniel from Spain and said that he had been sent the video in the mail as well. His version, he said, was also sent to him via email from a girl that he didn't know, who told him she found it on a park bench. Later, a Twitter account under the name Parker Warner Wright opened, and he claimed to be the creator of the video. He cryptically stated that he would have had another video uploaded in exactly 1.444 metric hours. This video was also filmed at the sanatorium, and it added a woman in white with bandages, as well as our plague doctor. Now, the Daily Dot was able to get in contact with Parker, who claimed that he was a U.S. citizen living in Poland and that this was an art project. But many still don't believe that he's the original video creator, as there are notable differences between the first and second videos, including the plague doctor's cloak. So why such fascination with this video? Well, we mentioned the hidden messages. Let's go over just some of the messages that have been found. And emphasis on just some, because there is an entire Reddit that is still open with people diving into things and yeah. finding things. So some. <laughs> Hidden in the audio are messages, I would love to kill you. And you are already dead. Binary for the title of the video actually translates to the Spanish word muerte or death. There's also hidden Spanish that says you have one less year, as well as Latin for to attack or target men. One message when deciphered says the eagle equals infected will spread his disease. We are the antivirus will protect the world body, as well as the year 1371, which is notable for when the plague was in a full outbreak. These messages, these particular messages had people fearing that this video was threatening some kind of bioterrorism. Which is super creepy yeah. now being like post-2020 and knowing that this was just a few years before that. 
Like, yeah. a plague doctor? I don't know. Really creepy. But anyway. We'll get into the conspiracy yeah. of whether or not COVID was man-made or not. <laughs> oh, God. Are we gonna? <laughs> anyway, there was also an image of a skull. And as we sort of mentioned earlier, there were also hidden images of mutilated bodies. Single-frame inserts were found to have Morse code and other texts in common ciphers. The Morse's plain text was the phrase, Red Lips Like Tenth. A sequence of 20 pairs of two-digit characters was also found to be the latitude and longitude of the White House. Another cipher revealed the message, Stand and fight with us. Take down the Black Beast. Kill its disease for all with the rest. And the Black Beast of the message could be Obama, who was the president at the time, making this a political message of some... Making this a political message of some kind, and also, obviously, pretty racist. Yeah. Uh, So, some also claim that the message, kill the president, can be found in the video. Meaning that, if that's the case, it's possible that this video was a direct political threat. Many believe this may have been some kind of viral marketing, but it's now 2022, and no one... No one media. No one media. And no one media enterprise has come forward to claim it as such. And that's where the mystery stands. We still don't know whether it's a product of an artist, a terrorist, a killer, or someone just trying to make a game for people on the internet. But either way, its connection to the Zofioka Sanatorium is undeniable. It was its chosen filming location. The Plague Doctor directly relates to it being a hospital, and in many ways, the hidden political messages tie back to the political upheaval and turmoil that occurred in this hospital. So could there be more to the connection that we've yet to realize? And what do the spirits of the hospital think about their involvement in such a stunt? Interesting. It's very interesting. (laughs) Now, I know that this one is, I mean, there are, there are the typical spooky things. People have seen blurred faces and ghosts and, and strange movements, but then that kind of larger piece is a little bit more in our conspiracy realm than, than, than ghost. But I feel like you can't untie those two pieces together because it's just such a mystery. And you have to wonder why that location was chosen. If it does have hidden political messages, I feel like you can't ignore the political history of that place either. Absolutely. And if they're if they're really truly tied together, like the only reason that ongoing stories of, of hauntings or something supernatural in the hospital itself are tied because people now know the history of it and are yeah. seeking out the location. Obviously, this video is... Again, watch the video with the title. You know, we mentioned the title. It's There's no jump scares, so don't be, like, scared no, to watch just, it. it's just unsettling. Un- very unsettling. unsettling. So, and and yeah. the, the thing is, so we mentioned quite a few of the codes that people have found. Like, these are people who are much better at that this type of thing. stuff than <laughs> us. I didn't see any of those when yeah. I watched it. Now, it freaks me out a little bit because knowing that those are there and I didn't see them, I'm like, oh, I've oh. heard so much about subliminal messaging. As, uh, growing, what are we missing? Um, but I didn't see any of those. I definitely saw some things, but like this, people have like 
slowed the video down. They have taken the audio out and like and used different things to manipulate the audio to find all these like underneath currents and like people have like broken it down by like milliseconds to find the little inserted images and things like yeah. that. And it's intense. It's really intense. If you like play it backwards, it plays <laughs> Rick Roll. Never gonna get you. I bet it exists. Like someone Probably. like debunking this video. Well, and that's the interesting too thing too because the one person who came out and said like, no, I I am the person who created this. One of the reasons that people don't believe him is because he came out later to say that this was him. And he uploaded the video to his YouTube account. But he, at that point, the video was out there. So, like, literally anybody could have uploaded this video to their YouTube account. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at this point, him uploading it wasn't a like a telltale sign because right. anybody could have. And when people asked him for proof and now this person, like, I don't think he's done like a visual interview. He's just like spoken to people through like email and things like that. Yeah. And when asked to prove it, he basically, the only thing he said to prove it was like, I dare somebody to come up with an exact replica of the plague mask. And like, I get there's some validity there like in his second video the plague mask does look similar but it's also black and white and I feel like mm. that makes it easier to do that replication I know they're hard to make but w both of us are in theater we have seen some really really talented costume designers yes so it's just it's hard for me to take that as the only proof yeah I would I would have to agree and the cloak looked somewhat different. And when he was called on it, he was like, oh, well, I decided I wanted a different look for it. And I was like, okay, but then what you're saying was proof can't really be used as proof. Yeah. And it's like once people knew where the location was, anybody could then go there and film something at that location to try and replicate it. Right. So I'm not doubting he did the follow-up video, but the follow-up video doesn't necessarily have to have come from the same place. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would agree. I mean, but also it's kind of like if it's an art project, like what's... Well, also that's, that's also a big thing that I feel like I didn't find any like concrete answers. And I feel like that's a really good big question. If this is an art project and this person is really the one who did it, he straight up threatened a US president. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like there would be more repercussions or like at least some questioning about this like if this is an art project what exactly is this guy trying to say achieving yeah what, what is your art saying my friend but i think it i mean it could be kind of like a cop-out if if it is an art project i don't know from from an artist point of view i could see it being like a total fraud thing that he like saw it and thought he could take claim right. for it and it would get some more limelight for it like yeah and and like he could replicate some of the things that that people were finding in the videos so that he could say in the second video he could say there were similar tactics used right. and things like that and i also don't know like so say it's not an art project say this is actually somebody who was making a threat against president obama or just right. a political threat in general say it was like i'm actually not sure what the protocol is because like i mean threats against 
political figures come in all the time. Like, there's no That's way true. And to this is in Poland. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the protocol is for that either. Although, again, if it's this person, he's saying he's a U.S. citizen in Poland. And again, I feel like that would have consequences if you're a U.S. citizen doing yeah. that. I feel like that's easier to find, right? Like, and then the, I mean, the internet, it's very difficult to do anything anonymously. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not sure, sure And about that's that. why, that's the other reason that this is so interesting is because the only reason this got on the internet in the first place was because DVDs were mailed to people and left on park benches. <laughs> so weird. And, and so like, Yes, now that it's out there, now that it's on the internet, anybody could grab it and put it on anywhere and right. manipulate it and everything. But like that original thing actually came in a hard copy, which is something we don't have a lot of nowadays. No, yeah. The, all of it is just, it's such a, oh, this was, yeah, Erin told me when she was working on this episode, she was like, this one's a doozy. I was like, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. my brain hurts a little bit. Like it's hard. Like this is a part of history that not... I, I have a hard time like going through like just yeah because I feel like there for every there's so many stories like this of horrible horrible atrocities of war crimes of things like this that take place all over Europe yeah. during this time and it's like oh another one I didn't know about like yeah it's we think, terrible we think about the concentration camps and the numbers of people lost there people who were taken from these ghettos that had sprung up all over the place you know it just this is just like oh another one like another story of lives lost one thing that was kind of particularly interesting about this story for me is like I don't think I realized that the Nazis near I mean it makes sense but I don't think I realized that they committed atrocities against their own people once it was clear that they were losing like so that was the interesting part here is like they knew they were losing so they just decided to literally kill every person left in the hospital that wasn't a soldier who was leaving with them and i also i just don't get the point like why yeah why did they do that that's it's just it's awful they were terrible essentially running these like baby mills to be able to crank out more Aryan children and then it's like why would they just kill i mean i i bet we could i mean at the end of the day that's why it was that's why like we put in the part about how it's kind of like the magdalene laundries like Mm -hmm. yes these were women who they deemed (laughs) pure or whatever (laughs) but at the end of the day they were still unmarried women who were having babies which meant that they probably looked down on them Mm -hmm. and so they probably grossly they probably viewed these women as like literal cattle for them and it, it, it all goes back to like we we wonder like how could like how could mankind how could people do this and a lot of times we say like that they believed they were so twisted to believe so deeply in the cause but it's stuff like this that makes me like no they didn't care about the cause no. they didn't care about the co- like Aryan soldiers like those soldiers did not care if they cared about care. the cause I don't that's that's, that's the, part. the thing they, were, they only cared about themselves because there's no reason to go through the trouble right. really of getting lethal injections for every single patient nurse and doctor yeah unless you just don't want more traces of things that you've done, done. 
And so that's where it's like, it's not about that they believe so deeply in the cause. It's just, it was just pure evil. Yeah. Like, it was just pure Absolutely. evil. Like, scorched earth, yeah. pure evil. Which, Twice yeah. over. Twice that over. That they did it first to the Polish Jewish population that was there, that this was all created for, that this was specifically trying to help. Mm-hmm. They first did a full-on massacre there. And then they did another massacre on people that probably at some point were told they were being protected by them and clearly they weren't. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's no surprise. I mean, we talk about the connection between like modern day and these locations that are associated with such great evil and yeah. how it's, it's sinister. But like for me, I have, I've not been to like Auschwitz or some of the, the larger concentration camps. I've been to camps. Dachau. Yeah, I've, I've been to Terezin, which is okay. in Prague, and it wasn't, it was not a, a mass execution site. Yeah. People were shot, you know, and it was, it was still... Dachau was. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like, those, but those places, I remember when we were in Terezin, there, there were gas chambers yeah. at Terezin, and I remember being there and walking I was, we were I was in, a, in my group of my peers right and one of our good friends who's very sensitive yeah. to, to these sorts of things and um has I think a real, a real deep like spiritual connection yes. to those things walked in and I'm not kidding I watched like the hair on the back of her neck I could see in her the back of her head like even her hair on her head like stand up and it's just like I had I had no interest in staying in that spot and the difference is is that I don't think the hair went up on her neck in terms of being scared. I think it's, like, it's different. Because, like, we've been to places where, like, oh, this is scary, this is spooky. But the difference for places like this, and I experienced this at Dachau, too, is, like, it's overwhelmingly sad and Mm -hmm. overwhelming despair in this place because of what happened. And it's just, it's just this un bearable sadness and it's it's terrible and and i'm glad that these places are still open because i think it's so so important to remember that this happened and to not forget to try to not let these things happen again to be moved by this sadness but i absolutely think like There was, in Dachau, there was, like, a building that had kind of the museum part, and it was a building that was there, and so, like, you were walking through something that was there, but you were also getting to read and see things about everything, but there was a whole lot of it that didn't have, like, markings or anything, and you were just kind of walking through the area, and you saw, like, foundations of buildings or foundations of gas chambers that were knocked down, and for me... I think like the museum part is so important because it's important to to learn these things, but I absolutely think places like this are embedded with this kind of whether you want to say paranormal or not f- spirits of of an what imprint. happened. It's yes, an there's an imprint yeah. there because when you're walking in these places that don't have signs that mm-hmm. don't have markings or anything like that you still just feel it you feel it yeah. and it's there with you and you're walking through mm-hmm. history it's one of those things where i would believe like if you it's like those areas, if you stumble into some place and you don't know say say they 
found the ruins of of a concentration camp that but nobody knew what it was right it's a place where i still believe that you, you would, would feel, feel it. it like even if i didn't know the history i didn't know yeah. what had happened i would feel something yeah and i like and that screams paranormal yes, to me because absolutely. it's and it's the the tragic thing is it's like we move through history thinking that like if you are someone of like the christian faith or any faith that has a, a deity attached you're or a deity with a, a, a devil figure basically the devil is prevalent in a lot of religious uh, lots of religious yeah backgrounds right but you go through life thinking like there's a god and there's a devil and the devil is the one who is responsible for all the evil on earth and then it's like the realization when you get to this point where it was like you know, no humans, humans. And, and yes it, but it, it, you know it's just that's i think the hardest thing to grapple is like humans do this can be so to other so humans evil yeah and some might argue that it's the influence of evil things on evil humans doing evil evil things but i also believe in free choice free will yeah. and choice that humans have that and the fact that that is the choice of some humans is like almost hard to grapple with it is it is and and that's and and that's the other reason i think it's impossible for me to not view this 2015 video as having darker implications whether it's paranormal or not right. like like i mean a lot of people have all of these thoughts about it being a political threat about it being art about it being all of these sorts of things there's some people who also are like what if and this is like more far-fetched but like what if this is like a time traveler coming back and he chose this location because of it because he was drawn to it by its like energy and things sure. like that and like i think that's super interesting because we just talked about how places like that can be so heavy yeah. so it is that i think it's an interesting far-fetched concept yeah. um i don't i don't think it's a yeah. <laughs> but i i just think you can't ignore that the fact that somebody would go to a place like this where i you know we haven't been there but i bet there's a similar heaviness mm -hmm. after dealing with all of the things that it did to go to a place where you are feeling all of that history and then make a politically charged video like Featuring a murder yes. from other 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 murders, like yes. some random ones, like the, the was Boston the Boston Strangler, Strangler. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think it's, it's so strange if it if it is that which I kind of lean towards that it was trying to make some sort of political, political threat or, or or something something dark and not well meaning. Yeah, like there's something sinister about it. It is it and it and it doesn't surprise me that it would be in a, a place like that like we think of the depravity that took place there like yeah. it takes a lot of like again we're we're not hackers we're not internet no. sleuths by any means but it's like it so it takes some skill to be able yeah. to code and message and embed, an, embed and, and seek out images and phrases with the intent of causing fear yeah at the end of the day you know I think that even if this is in fact an art project I'm just gonna go ahead and say it I don't think I like the artist. I think mm -mm. there's something dark about the artist then. Yeah. Like, I think, I, I don't think it's good. Like, and, and, okay, that's a whole different philosophical, <laughs> I'm not saying good art versus bad art. I'm just saying, like, I don't like it. That, I don't, I, I don't, don't like it. I don't want to consume that kind of art. Exactly. I don't want to be a part of consuming that art. Yeah. I mean, obviously we were, watched it. I guess, because we watched it, but. Oh, we didn't like it. But we didn't like it. Thumbs down on YouTube, Erin. <laughs> 
put a thumbs down on it. I don't know. But like, you know what I'm saying is like, I think there's something sinister about it, no matter what the actual origin is. Yeah. Even if it's like the quote unquote, less bad origin, I still think it has sinisterness around it. Yeah. So while this discussion is a bit unorthodox compared to our normal episodes, yeah, it probably could bring us to our verdict. Honestly, Honestly haunted. haunted. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. I know this is a weird one. This is like, like I warned Abby, this is a doozy. We go from... It delved into a little bit more yeah. conspiracy. And so maybe not, at least as far as what happened there spurring this video to come to fruition. I don't know if it's necessarily paranormal, but there's something... There's something supernatural. There's something so mysterious (sighs) about all of it that I am leaning towards haunted until proven otherwise. otherwise. So, like, sometimes I think... I choose verdicts like not haunted because I'm like, but if I was there and I felt something, I could be swayed. Here, I kind of think it's the opposite. opposite. I feel like I there's so much mystery that I am starting from a place of, yep, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like, if I went there, maybe I could be swayed differently. But it's kind of the opposite now yeah. because it's just so mysterious. And, and plus, I mean, we have the history. I mean, we, we know for a fact what took place there. Yeah. We, Incredibly we, dark thing. We have a story of somebody who survived. Hundreds Luckily, of people. you know. Dead. Hundreds of people died there brutally. Yeah. And scared. And and that's not even taking into account the fact that this was a hospital in many ways, too, which meant that people died naturally there or of sickness there. So mm-hmm. there were all of those people. On which, top of and, it. And yeah. we, have, we have covered plenty of hospitals that were haunted just because of... The patients and practices, let alone all of that plus two full massacres. Like, it's just so much. So much. So how, it's just, yeah, one of those, like, how could it not be? So this one is yeah. going to be a haunted until proven not haunted yes, for exactly. us. So again, yeah, this is definitely one shrouded in mystery. And, you know, again, like, it's not stuff I really want to dig into on the internet because I feel like you can get to some really yeah. dark, scary things. Yeah. As again, as- coming down to the, you know what, even if it is art, I don't, I don't want to be a part I'm all of right. it. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. So yeah. maybe we should go consume some other types of art. Yeah. Some good art. So we're going to go look at some good art. Open TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> right now. That's the best type of art that there is. <laughs> If it involves a dog or a cat, it's even better. We're going to go consume some TikTok art, and we'll be back next week with more Honestly Haunted. Thank you, as always, for listening to Honestly Haunted. Please follow us on social media at Honestly Haunted and consider becoming a Patreon supporter to help us continue to grow. If you haven't already, leave us a five-star review. We'll be back with more Honestly Haunted. Honestly Haunted.